Hello and welcome to the Unappreciated Carer podcast and in this episode we're going to be talking about zero hour contracts and the importance of knowing what they mean, what they stand for, what are your rights, uh, what are the employer's rights and how are we affected, especially in times like this. Uh, zero hour contracts has been in the elect in the election in December very relevant you know and has been for a long time before that and maybe not so important or spoken about now uh, during sort of COVID-19 but still very important in terms of what are our rights with the zero hour contracts because this is exactly the kind of situation which uh, for um, us as employees is not it's not a huge benefit to us so or it doesn't lend itself well to to us so yeah so i've i've done some sort of research on on zero hour contracts and wanted to try and give you some uh, very uh, straight information which hopefully will be useful to you in understanding uh, what your rights are uh, or if you're an employer what what your rights are and what you you know what you're obligated or not obligated to do so basically what are zero hour contracts zero hour contracts are casual contracts in its purest form really it's it's as casual a contract as what is really available to to anybody so you are not obligated as an employee to do anything and your employer is not obligated to offer you anything that's it that should be the whole podcast right there that that we shouldn't have to go any further than that unfortunately we do because zero hour contracts are misused or you know sort of have been misused uh, and I, I know they still are um so we we have a look at the benefits what are the pitfalls of these things how how are they misused and what can we do to to better our understanding so that if they are being misused that we can challenge challenge that and you know that's that's a, a personal responsibility and to, you know that we all have to have if we, if we if we hold ourselves accountable sort of for making sure that these contracts are used in the right way then hopefully we can make a very small difference so that they're not being misused by either the employer by the employer or the employee but so what are the benefits or to employees of of these contracts for me it's uh, flexibility uh, i've been an agency carer for you know a very long time and for me it was all about I wanted to be able to do my long days and then have three days off a week. That was my ideal scenario. If I could do four long days and then have three days off a week, and I, and that was at my choosing. So if I wanted to go out on a Tuesday and you know sort of play football or golf or whatever it was, you know I was able to do that. I can say no, I'm not working that day, and you know move on. The the pitfalls to that is you don't have the job security. So well and good having the flexibility, but if there's not the work available to you on the days that you ideally want them, then sometimes you have to pick them up on the days that you that they are that you have to pick up the work when it's available, and that's sometimes going to be the weekend. You know, for me as an agency carer, that that was at the weekend very often. So, um, so there's that balance there between the two. You've got you know it's great for the flexibility, but uh, if job security is for you, then you know sort of that zero hour contract isn't probably isn't for you. One thing you know sort of that. That sticks really is sort of the being on edge, you know, with a zero hour contract, you know, waiting for the work to be available. You, you know, for me as a full time, as a full time agency worker, I needed to do forty hours a week. Really, I wanted to do fifty, but sort of forty was my minimum. And if you had twenty hours booked, 
at the start of the week, he's begun to sweat. So you know that's a you know you you you're hoping that 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 last that last minute call comes in and that leaves you on edge and not really able to make plans. So it's ideal if you're if you're responsible for somebody else or you know sort of around uh, college work and stuff like that. Fantastic, you know you can you you're not sweating too much if you've already if you've already got a full time job or a part time job and you're working around a, another job. Great, you know. You know, it isn't for it isn't for everyone, is it? You know, the the zero hour contract and the benefits to the employers is sort of very similar. Really, there's no obligation to offer as work. You know, so if there isn't any work available, then it's as simple as that. We we don't have work, and you're not working that week. So uh, that's that's you know that's the that's the benefit to them. They're not having to pay staff for work that hasn't been done. So that's the, that's the benefit to them there, um, and the pitfalls really for that is staff are not obligated to pick up work, and that's a very important point, and that's the point that often gets uh, misused and abused the most because employers want to have, have well, they want to have their cake and eat it, they want to have the best of both worlds. Pick your um, term there, but with that, that's the that's the the thing that's abused the most, um, and that's the thing that we you know sort of will speak about a, a little bit further, but. Yeah, staff are not obligated to pick up uh, any work, and that's and that's the main the main issue. So, moving on to to that then. So, when when are contracts misused? Well, being told that you have to do anything that you don't have to do. You know, so if you're told if you if you receive a phone call saying, uh, if I receive a phone call saying, Adam, you I have a shift tomorrow, seven to two thirty, I need you to do that. Or the one that I hear very often is. Um, sort of companies uh, stipulating that. Oh, I've got your week's rota for next week. Oh, I, I, that Wednesday next week. It's my nana's birthday. I can't come to that one. We're cutting a cake. So, uh, and then being told, no, no, no. You you have to do that. If you if you don't do that, um, you know, then there will be a discipline. There will be a problem. That's not the case. If you're on a zero hour contract, you are not obligated to do anything. They can't be dictating work to you. And actually, t- to be honest, I've had I've worked for. You know, sort of agencies where they'll maybe dictate the work, and if if that work if that worked, then fine. You know, it's uh if it's both meeting both your needs, but at no time should they be set telling you that you have to do something or it's a disability because that's that just isn't the case. Obviously, being threatened with work being taken away in that scenario, there there's very often has it happened where you know, okay, well if you don't do that, then you won't do the rest of the week either. You know, and being held to ransom there, well, there's nothing about valuing or appreciating somebody um, when you know they they simply want to take the days off that they want to within their contract. So um, you know, you'd have to that ask a, that'd be a big question mark really as to whether it's even worth working with a company like that. To be honest, and being told that you cannot work for another company is an, is another one. If you're on a zero hour contract, if they're not willing to offer you guaranteed hours to give you the security. That you know you're going to have work this week, then they are in no position to be telling you, oh, but you can only work with us. Absolutely not. So it's actually against the law. That's a, a that's a, an exclusive uh, exclusivity uh, clause, and they are it, that's illegal in a, in a especially in a, well, in a zero hour contract. Um, you know, if you're if you're if you're working, uh, you see it a lot in sales jobs. Um, you know, if you if you if you're working full time for somebody with a sales job, then you know it's reasonable that it's going to be some kind of um, non compete clause in that, and you know so be it. But when you're working in care and you're 
um, you're offered a zero hour contract. There's absolutely no place for that kind of um, term. So uh, if there is if there is that in the contract, it is very likely that 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 would be thrown out straight away if you challenged um, challenged on that. Um, but but you know you. you you need you would need to take sort of proper legal advice there these are just you know from from my research and for, for looking at uh, the government websites and you know i'm not looking at uh, sort of uh, rag newspapers here i'm you know we look at proper sources so but the but yeah so but make sure that um you know you do get any legal advice if you were to challenge on that so and if you're told um to work that you have to work a notice period that's not the case as i've said you know sort of zero hour contract you are not obligated to do anything if you know you're not you're not working for them when you're off off of contract you can say well when you're not engaged by them at there so obviously when you're there working you are engaged by by them as as your employer but you are not obligated to do any kind of notice period um so you know if you said if you finished that shift and said right i'm done from today onwards they wouldn't actually have a i mean you'd have to question you know you, you'd have to question as to what the circumstances are around that if you're able to give them notice i think you know just for the you know just for the quality of care aspect i would probably try to give some notice in terms of a few day few days but you know that's completely up to you you're not obligated the point is you're not obligated to do any of that that you know you cannot be told that you have to work a notice period if if you've got a job which starts tomorrow and you have to be there tomorrow then unfortunately you're in a circumstance where that you know you you're perfectly within your rights to sort of walk away and do that and also the other thing is sort of when working a regular pattern of hours so if you do the same hours week in week out if or uh, maybe even the same you know the same the same amount of hours but there's every chance that you should be on a guaranteed hour contract you shouldn't be zero hour contracts shouldn't be used in place of a of a guaranteed hour contract if you're if you have the right to have a guaranteed hour contract and you and that's your preference and you know sort of and you're doing the same shift pattern every week or every two weeks. If you're on a rolling two-week rotor for the until the end of time, as far as you're aware, then that should be on a some kind of guaranteed hour contract, and you should get the benefits and the job security that comes with that. So I would definitely sort of suggest looking into um, what the options are there, and you know, sort of what you can and what you can make of that, and, and what yeah, and just to make sure that you're that you're you know as safe and secure as you can possibly be i mean these are the very much need to knows of the zero hour contract and just sort of some some of the situations that i'm aware of uh, or that i've experienced where you know they've they have been misused and uh we want to be able to to challenge that you know there's not there's not always enough information out there about you know okay what what is a zero hour contract and what are my rights within that and really, like I said at the start, you know, it should be as simple as I'm not obligated to do anything. You're not obligated to offer me anything. It's as simple as that. Unfortunately, it's not been made that way because um, people want, you know, or businesses want the best of both worlds. And you can sort of see that more more and more providers are leaning towards sort of uh, giving zero hour contracts out. Um, there's there's pressures on care providers to uh, to. To, to a huge extent where they are being underfunded and you know sort of like there is a, a considerable amount of pressure on and so you know sort of paying for 
um, hours that you know they're not delivering would cause a, a, a real strain. So you know it's not it's not on the care providers as such. There's a it's a really complex issue as to why you know it's not that people are just dishonest. I don't believe that that is the case. You know for me, ninety nine percent of people in care are doing it for the right reasons. But people are trying to um, trying to work in an environment which you know where it's almost unsustainable now where the social care is really being driven um on the on the seat of its pants and so you know we there then there, there needs to be some level of understanding but ultimately you know these zero you know these zero hour contracts need to be challenged they have their place so you know i don't think you know i, I know sort of from it's from uh, the uh, election that they you know there's you know people saying you've got to scrap them i believe that they have their place um but they need to be used correctly um and and effectively um you know it's the the abuse of them is wrong and so but if if we educate ourselves to know okay these are my rights within this zero hour contract these are my rights and you you stand up for yourself and to, and to, uh, use and to use use that that um you stand up for yourself and put your and draw the line and make sure that your employer understands what your rights are then um hopefully we we would get somewhere um with with that um but yeah it's 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 a really really difficult you know sort of subject when it really shouldn't be you know you're not obligated to do anything the the abuse and punishment that's dished out um to people who refuse work is unacceptable but um hopefully something is done and like i say you know they they have got their place they do that you know they they i've always worked well with them but that's not but the way but the way it's going now where um you know sort of, i mean domiciliary care that's a that's a really difficult one because they they i, th- I think it's more than 50 percent of contracts within domiciliary care are zero hour percent uh zero hour, zero hour now and with how that works not being paid i mean for me it was not being paid in between visits um you know is that sustainable as a job you know sort of starting at 7 a.m first call 7 a.m last call 10 p.m and you know you work 15 hour days and you know every gap in between that is not paid and sometimes you would work all those days and get paid for seven or eight hours it's not the way of the world anymore you know people coming into the workforce are expecting and want work-life balance uh nobody's going to slave for a business that's not that's not the world we are going to live in and if if anybody thinks differently then you know as you know that that, that would be interesting to hear from you but you know I, I really think that work-life balance has got is is going to be the way that um that everyone looks especially as younger people start coming into the workforce um and so we we need to explore okay how can we fund domiciliary care better because zero hour contracts resulting in 15 hour days being paid seven hours is not going to attract people into working in care we you know and that's going to cause a lot more pressure on the people that are left within the industry that you know that that to try and pick up the pieces so i mean you know it's a, it's, it's a difficult subject you know um i think home care is the place to be i loved working in home care the relationships that you have with the people that you care for and the families the the difference you see that you're making allowing somebody to be cared for at home is unbelievably powerful 
but you know it it needs to be rescued that type of care needs to be rescued because you know people are going to find it very difficult to work that job and have a sustainable you know sort of lifestyle and it's unbelievable that we're having to say that about people who are given their time and lives to caring for others so it does get a lot more positive than this uh, i promise you that it's um you know we we're talking about the real pain points you know that's what you know that's what we're that's what we've sort of starting to look at you know we've we've spoken about sort of the pay the real living wage and and stuff like that the zero hour contracts we've we've been speaking about some really painful stuff and you know and but it's it's a good thing i think we need to talk about that we need to learn about what are the challenges what are the problems that we're facing so that we can really try to if we understand the problem we can hopefully solve the problem and and it's about sort of trying to educate ourselves and and i found it really interesting sort of looking into zero hour contracts i hope that there's been something of value uh, in, in what i've said um something that, that you, you know that you might have picked up on where it's like well actually that might be relevant to me and you can dig a little bit further into that um you know every contract is is different so you know make sure you have somebody uh, proper to to read to read it and understand it but um but yeah hope, hopefully there's something interesting there i'd love to hear you, you know sort of I, what i would love to do is sort of your hear your real really positive care stories like every, every single one of us have moments of where we've created moments of pure joy for the people we've cared for i'd love for you to get in contact with me about those because um i'd like to do uh, an episode dedicated to those stories so but yeah, if you could um, if you could send me a message, that'd be greatly appreciated. Uh, if you enjoyed the episode, then uh, like it and uh, sort of subscribe uh, on um, or on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, wherever you are, and um, yeah, and give us a like on Facebook and check us out on Twitter. But yeah, we've got the website going, but um, on uh, the unappreciatedcarer.co.uk. But yeah, I really appreciate you sort of listening, and I hope, like I say, that there was something of value there for you. And yeah, it's just a short one today. It should have been a lot shorter. It should have just been you do you and they do them. And you, you know, there's there's nothing in between. But unfortunately, that isn't the case. And you know, but yeah, hopefully there's there's a there's something of value there. And I'll um I'll see you soon. <laughs>